You're listening to Market Scale Pro AV. I'm your host, Sean Heath, and today I get to have a conversation with David Venus, the Director of Marketing at Pixelflex. David, how are you, my friend? I'm great. We're uh, we're almost halfway through the week, but uh, uh, you know, it's it's great. Beautiful weather here in Nashville, which is a great uh, great break from what's been a pretty rough winter here. So, I have a feeling you're just trying to rub my nose in the fact that it's cold and dark and gray in Dallas today. So thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, so let's talk about just a little bit now, uh, director of marketing, man, that's a lot of hats. That's a lot of spaces, but let's find out how you got to wear those hats. Tell me how you wound up at Pixelflex. Yeah. So I, uh, I coming out of college, uh, you know, I came out right at the tail end of what was, you know, really that, that, that bad recession. And, uh, I, I had a big background in college really in the music industry, but particularly on the live side. Uh, so events and concerts and touring. Uh, and when I first started in, you know, touring, uh, you know, video walls, led video walls in specific, were starting to really become a big, uh, a big thing for touring acts and, corporate events and, and, and those types of, you know, things. So, uh, you know, as time started to progress, I, I, um, really found, uh, you know, that side of live production, really interesting, the, the visual side. Cause I, I actually, uh, went into um, the live side of events in the audio world. So I was a, uh, you know, live audio engineer. I did monitors in front of house and flew PA and and that kind of stuff. But um, I really had a deep passion for uh, you know marketing. And in college, I picked up a second degree, and I, I really gravitated towards that. But um, so I mean, to to really sum it up, I, I kind of fell into the world of live events, which turned me on to the visual side and, and creating, creating experiences. And that's something I really wanted to stay involved in. And, uh, I happened to kind of fall into this opportunity. I had a, I had, we have an owner that really took a chance on me. And, um, you know, I, I hope to think that I've, I've done some good things for him and, and I've been here now uh, just about actually just over five years as of this month. So. You know, perspective, I've always found to be very unique in differing sides of different industries. And you have a very unique sort of approach or, or background in that you have been on the, I'm going to call you the roadie side of the equation, right? You've been the guy, like you said, flying PA and you've been, you've seen it from that live side. And there's a different way you have to look at an industry when you're on the live side versus when you're on the marketing side. Tell me about some of the strengths you were able to bring from that live event side into your current position. I think it's just overall knowledge. I mean, it's a really interesting, intriguing industry. And, you know, a lot of people try really hard to get into it, uh, you know, on a local level. And, you know, I mean, Nashville is really a big hub for live events and, you know, touring productions. So, you know, that, that is definitely something that I, you know, still kind of hold on to today because there's a lot of technology in, in, in what we do and what we're trying to present. So, you know, that side is something that I feel like is a little harder to, you know, grasp for somebody who's never uh, been around the technology side or, or, or the, the live experience side. Because, uh, you know, I mean, that's what really translates to more of the permanent install side, which is more of, I feel like, what Pixelflex has morphed into over the last several years. Um, 
But I mean, I would definitely say, you know, that side. I mean, marketing is marketing to a certain degree. I mean, obviously, there's business to business and business to, you know, to, to consumer and those can differ a little bit. But the principles are generally the same. But, it, you know, the knowledge of overall industry and product can, I think, really help drive uh, kind of how you're reaching the, the, the masses with what you're trying to uh, present. So. You know, that that brings up an interesting question, at least to me. Clients have perspective as well. You have some customers, some clients that really understand the live side of the equation, and you have other customers that maybe just haven't been exposed to that. How how do you kind of balance that tightrope in, in sort of, you know, getting a customer without the live experience to see the vision of what's possible. And how do you rein in the imagination of people who have seen the live event and are thinking, Oh, we could do this thing. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We, uh, we, we, we love those people, you know, the, the latter, you just talked about the super creative and people that have these crazy ideas and they want to figure out a way to make this happen. And, and honestly, as a company, we feel that we strive um, best in those types of scenarios, you know, people that, uh, you know, maybe have gone other places and, and haven't been able to come up with a solution. You know, that's where we go. You want to know what, this is really awesome. And we really want to be a part of this. So let's try and figure out a way that, you know, to, to make this happen. You know, we might not have the product today, but that doesn't mean that we can't help you develop a solution that'll come to that. Um, but you know, and then, then there's the other side of the coin, people that just kind of have, you know, general knowledge and know that this would be kind of cool, uh, but don't necessarily understand the inner workings and know how to make it all happen. So, you know, we have to kind of, uh, you know, walk them through the process and, you know, we, we come at things with a very consultative approach. So, you know, we want to understand what your vision is and, and kind of how to get you there is what comes with understanding what the client wants at the very beginning uh, versus kind of figuring it out as we go. So, you know, on, on understanding from the very, very beginning will allow us to make that vision a reality for our customers. And we really hone in on that. Do you find yourself sometimes just from a creative standpoint, when you run into a customer who's just like, yeah, this is okay, that's fine. Do you have situations where you come up with an idea and you know, oh man, this would be amazing, and, but you have to tone yourself down so you don't scare the customer with this great thing that you've imagined? Well, I mean, sometimes it's definitely one of those things that, uh, I mean, we have a lot of really passionate people here that really love what what we do, what we're doing the technology. And, um, so, you know, there's, there's definitely, you know, the two sided coin. And I think kind of how we, uh, we, we deal with it. We, you know, we have the sales staff who is, you know, maybe a little less technical, but great at understanding, you know, what the customer wants, relaying that back to our technical sales engineers that then go. And, and, and th those are the guys that, you know, we kind of like to call our nerds and our geeks. I mean, those guys are the people who are like, man, we you know we can do it this way, or, you know, we can go this route and it'll be this cool. And, or, you know, we can take it to this next level and it's going to be, you know, incredible. So, uh, but we, we often, we often find honestly, a lot of the people that we work with are kind of the same way, you know, they're, they're here and they're coming to us for a reason. You know, they want something cool. They want something different. They want that wow factor that they just can't find anywhere else. So as you kind of straddle that fine line between being on the live side and being on the marketing side and bringing that expertise, 
you have an ability to look at both sides of the industry as far as technical and what's realistic, what's unrealistic, what's five years down the road. What sort of trends have you seen, let's say in the past year or so, that kind of have your attention and you think, oh, okay, this is going to be a thing? Yeah, you know, there's, uh, you know, I think there's two two different approaches here. You know, there's a technology side, and then there's also, you know, a market side. You know, as a whole, uh, LED, you know, even five to ten years ago was, uh, you know, just starting to get into the live event world. It was big, it was bulky, it was heavy. Um, you know, you needed a lot of truck space to, you know, take it on the road with you. Uh, you know, you were just starting to see billboards and permanent installation. Um, you know, you know, heck as a company, we, we started primarily as a touring based led screen manufacturer. You know, we saw a need for lightweight products that didn't take up a ton of space. And we kind of opened up, uh, the world of video walls to people that were in a bus and a trailer. Uh, you know, so that's something, you know, we, we kind of, you know, strive on is figuring out what the client really wants at the end of the day and how we kind of fill that need. But, uh, you know, so definitely from a technology standpoint, we're seeing uh, a big push into permanent install of super fine pitch. So when I say pitch, you know, it, it's the resolution of the screen, these screens that are getting down in the one millimeter sub one millimeter pixel pitch range, uh, you know, that's a big push overall as an industry, but those screens are still pretty expensive just from the sheer technology standpoint. And then, I mean, honestly, you know, if we take a look at markets, I mean, the house of worship market five years ago, you know, the, the, where it costs were you couldn't afford, uh, uh, you know, to put a screen in a church, but, uh, you know, seeing big, big growth in the outdoor installation market, uh, overall as an industry and, uh, you know, everybody knows Times Square and, you know, that was kind of the mecca of, you know, LED video displays, especially outdoors. So, you know, the technology is, you know, morphing to be more consistent, more robust, more weatherproof. Uh, and we're getting, you know, tighter and tighter in that pixel pitch range down into the, you know, four to six mil range outdoor, which is huge in terms of, overall uh you know ability to do higher resolution screens outside you know people want bigger and better and you know they're doing 100 foot 200 foot by 100 foot wide screens and um so but you know and then another one which i think is something that we didn't necessarily see coming but uh higher education you know universities and schools are trying to find ways to, you know, just like sports, uh, uh, really find a way to wow, you know, people, you know, their, their, their donation base, you know, their, their alumni and figure out how to showcase, uh, you know, use it as a recruiting tool, birth, you know, sorry, both in sports and in the normal student base. Uh, so I, I'm honestly, the great thing about LED is there's really no boundaries when, 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 you're trying to figure out ways to, to utilize it. You can do so much with it. It's such a creative tool. So you mentioned several industries, um, house of worship and outdoor LEDs, and then you got into education. I'm really curious because I've seen that evolution in the higher education side, even the lower education, the high schools are starting to, to really utilize this technology. Is there a project that you've worked on recently that you can tell me about 
that really stands out in your mind as far as something on the educational side? Yeah, uh, we recently just did a project with uh, Stanford University, uh, you know, out, out in Northern California. They, uh, we worked with a company called Advent. They're a creative experiential design and consulting firm right here in Nashville. So uh, they had this project actually with Stanford where they were trying to take a space that was actually just an auxiliary gym uh, in, in its athletic department. Uh, so, you know, very bare bones, not, you know, it, it wasn't impressive and it was inside of the actual athletic offices on campus. Uh, so they, the school was really looking to create this unbelievable, uh, you know, breathtaking experience uh, overall um, and showcase what what is now called their home of champions. So it's really a look back on the on the programs or the school's history and, and its sports programs, its coaches, its players, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, we've 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 been really lucky to do several projects now with with Advent, and um, they're a very for, you know, forward thinking company and trying to introduce. Uh, you know, more dynamic, non-static type displays inside of their spaces. So let me ask you this question. Is there a project or a location that you have seen that you haven't worked on yet and you thought, oh man, I would love to get my hands on that place, the things we could do there? Is there some place that stands out in your mind? Oh, I, you know, I don't know if I can necessarily think of one that just kind of sticks out, but, you know, I mean, in today's space, there are spaces, I mean, architects are being so creative and, you know, there aren't straight walls and, you know, you've got curved walls, you've got angled walls, you've got, you know, beams and poles running in every which direction, which create this really cool architectural look, but, LED is allowing us to, you know, utilize those and turn those surfaces that might be rather bland into a digital surface. Um, and that's kind of what happened at Stanford. Uh, you know, they had this wall that had some curve to it, um, you know, this big open space. And, and that's how we, you know, kind of said, well, you know, instead of just doing a straight wall, you know, let's make this a little more dynamic. Let's, let's utilize the curve and the wall to kind of create a more immersive experience. Um, but, you know, we had a lot of challenges in it too, because, you know, being out in California, specifically Northern California, there's a lot of building codes and things like that, that we had to work with not only the school, but Advent on to uh, be safe for things like earthquakes. There's a lot of codes around earthquakes out there. Um, so, uh, but the, the ability to curve, I think is what made it a true dynamic experience. And I think what pushed the project kind of over the edge in terms of, you know, it'd be cool to put a, you know, an LED video wall here, but, uh, you know, we took it to the next level with adding a little more dimension. So I'm going to ask you one final question. And in this one, I'm going to have you take off your marketing hat and put back on your roadie hat. Tell me a show or an event that you worked that if you were to just tell people in casual conversation, it would make their jaw drop? Oh man, that's a tough question. Um, or your favorite event. How about that? Tell me an event that when you finished it, you thought, man, th we were great. Um, you know, we've, we've been really lucky to work with a lot of different, uh, 
you know, big, big corporations. But we did an event with uh, the Jordan brand under the Nike uh, umbrella that when they released the, the I want to say it was the 25th anniversary of the Air Jordan shoe, we did a f- uh, basically a half court LED video surface in which uh, there were IR sensors integrated that uh, they, they used the surface as a basketball court. And they were playing on it, jumping on it, and uh, they were doing a dunk contest. And when a player stepped up onto the floor, you could, uh, you know, a, a circle went around them. It showed their name and their height and their stats, how far they jumped, uh, how high they jumped. I mean, that, that, that was something to, I think, myself and really as a company, we went, wow, you know, this is, this is where the world is going and, and creating you know, if you take a movie like Blade Runner and go, man, this is what the world's going to look like. I feel like that was one step in the right direction for us. And we went, man, this is what's really possible when you put heads together and great minds together. I think any day that you can impress yourself, that probably was a pretty good day. Today, I've been talking to David Venus, the director of marketing for Pixelflex. David, thanks for taking the time today. I really have enjoyed it. I appreciate you having me and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries. 